Pittsburgh Steeler fans, happy Friday evening. It is uh, time to head into the Labor Day long weekend. I don't know about y'all, but I am super excited for it. A couple days off of R&R before, hey, NFL football is back this coming week, less than a week away, Thursday. This coming Thursday, there's NFL football, football of any kind of on our TV screens. I cannot wait. I couldn't be more excited for this. This is uh, a long time coming, uh, and I am uh, I am absolutely thrilled right now. Uh, I'm super stoked for football to be back. Super stoked for Steelers to be uh, to be watching the Steelers again. It doesn't get much better than that. Now, before we get into the topic of our show, which is breaking down the Steelers in a fantasy football world. Uh, there is a little bit of breaking news. Of course, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, September 5th, I believe, um, is the official cutdown day for NFL teams to have the rosters down to uh, the 53-man roster plus the 16-man practice squad. Um, apparently, the Steelers have reportedly already uh, cut ties with Tuzar Skipper. So that's the first name that we've heard on the cut list from 80 down to 53 plus 16. Um, so if the Steelers are to uh, take uh, only uh, players from their own practice squad, or from their own team, if, if they go full out, they'll only have to cut 11 players um, with 16 others joining the practice squad. Again, that is Tuzar Skipper, last year's preseason uh, phenomenon, um, kind of fallen out uh, of the league um, already. Apparently, uh, the suitors weren't uh, quite there um, as uh, as it happened a year ago when uh, the Steelers uh, cut him after his, uh, what, five-sack preseason um, that, uh, that was uh, pretty crazy. Um, I already see people in the live chat here. Donald's asking what skipper cut. How do you know this? Um, a, a few people on Twitter, including Brooke Pryor of ESPN have uh, noted this. Um, I also believe it, it is included in our, uh, behind the steel curtain, uh, look at, um, uh, the, the cuts, uh, that have happened so far and all the rumors that are going on around the league. So yes, Tuzar skipper reportedly is the first name, uh, on the cut list, um, and you can find that article that will be updated as the cuts come in up until the 4 p.m. Uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time uh, cut date down tomorrow. Another big name uh, that has already been cut um, that just came through moments ago from Adam Schefter, Josh Rosen. So the former top 10 quarterback from two seasons ago from the Arizona Cardinals, then traded to the Miami Dolphins, uh, has been cut. Um, so that uh, that uh, is a, a pretty substantial move right there. In its own right, um, I uh, I couldn't even imagine um, where it's going from there. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty big. Um, we will see. Uh, we will see where uh, the rest of the cuts go. Uh, getting back to Josh Rosen, there um, he is. Uh, he is going to be uh, one of the more interesting. Uh, more, more interesting players, I think, that we'll see get released, uh, specifically because he was a top 10 pick just two years ago. Um, of course, I think he still would have been in Arizona had uh, uh, the cards uh, unfolded a little bit differently if Cl uh, Cliff Kingsbury didn't uh, decide that Kyler Murray was his guy. And, of course, going to Miami, uh, kind of losing his confidence, losing the job to Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then the Dolphins drafting to a, a tag of Vailoa with what I believe is a fourth overall pick at this point. So, um um, right there, that's uh, uh, those are your players um, that uh, have been noted uh, to be uh, on the cut list. So yeah, just uh, keep your eyes on to Behind the Steel Curtain, uh, our social media and our website. Uh, we will be updating you guys as it goes along. Um, moving into the topic of today's show, um, a little bit more uh, light-hearted conversation. Um, 
we are looking at the, the fantasy options uh, here in part one. We'll be talking about the, the Steelers offensive players, uh, breaking down uh, where, uh, where they're going to end up uh, fantasy-wise, where they're kind of ranked, um, and uh, whether or not I would take them in, in our fantasy league. Also, um, when it comes to drafting Steelers, I'll give you my opinion on that, drafting your favorite team. Uh, really quick before we get in that, uh, Andrew Wil- Wilbur says, uh, what would you say to signing Rose and Mr. Beck? Um, if you've uh, read any of my articles um, uh, around the topic, um, I- I've been a, uh, someone who's in favor of potentially bringing him in as as a third quarterback to compete with them, uh, Mason Rudolph to be that QB2 for a couple of years until Ben hangs him up. Um, now that he's been released and absolutely no one, uh, no one's interested. If uh, if it takes pennies to get Josh Rosen, I don't see why not. Uh, just bringing another quarterback in. Uh, it, obviously, someone who has top ten uh, potential. You bring them in over an undrafted guy like De- Devlin Hodges. Like I, I'm sorry to duck, but uh, it, it, it's a top ten caliber quarterback for a reason. Uh, it's only been two years since that's happened, and he's been supplanted by first overall picks or uh, projected first overall picks two years in a row. Uh, he's kind of gotten the short end of the stick. So if you could build Josh Rosen's confidence, um, I would uh, I would totally be interested in that move. But uh, again, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen at this point. Um, but moving along into fantasy, and we can even touch on uh, the Steelers quarterback, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, right off the top. Um, it, it's it's going to be a really interesting year in fantasy football. I am someone who will always tell you um, to stay away and steer clear of t- taking quarterbacks with any of your top five picks, unless there's an absolutely special one um, that's waiting there at the top. Uh, you can just see um, from who uh, the last season's quarterback one was, Lamar Jackson, obviously putting up those crazy rushing and passing uh, numbers. Um, he was the number one quarterback in fantasy football a year ago, and he was one of the last picks of the draft. So I would say, uh, as always, stay, steer clear, especially when you're picking with your heart. I, I know we all love Ben Roethlisberger, but right now he is being ranked as the quarterback three, uh, 13, according to Yahoo. I, I don't think that's a fair rating in uh, the grand scheme of things when it comes to ranking quarterbacks. But when it comes to fantasy football, it's probably a fair uh, a fair number just based on uh, how many factors um, are going into the season uh, around Ben Roethlisberger. We see, still haven't seen him throw a pass in a game yet, so it, it's really hard to uh, come out here and say um, that uh, Big Ben uh, is the guy that uh, is going to absolutely light the world on fire and change your uh, change your season for you. He's potentially someone that, uh, if he is on your roster, he could have a big week one, and uh, you could flip him for uh, something super high if, uh, if a quarterback gets injured because he is someone that I've already seen in my own personal fantasy leagues um, not get drafted till the later rounds when uh, guys are getting uh, looking for QB twos if they uh, so choose to have one on their roster. Me personally, um, I uh, try to steer clear of having any extra quarterbacks or tight ends laying around. So if, if that's something you uh, look at in your fantasy leagues, you can always load up a, a little bit more at receiver um, and uh, at running back if you just uh, kind of wait on those spots. Um, with Ben Roethlisberger, he is uh, projected to have 325 fantasy points. Um which is which is a pretty solid number uh, again right around the the league average but a year ago of course he only had 12 um that that comes from a, a game and a half of football so um it, it's going to be it's going to be one of the more interesting players um in all this is Ben Roethlisberger I, I know uh, as Steelers fans um we kind of uh we kind of 
look at Ben, obviously, as one of the, the best players of the last 20 years because he was. Um, picking with your heart, um, it's probably not the way, especially if you're uh, if you have big money involved. Um, I would I would probably avoid uh, taking Ben any higher than probably that 13th uh, quarterback, just because we still don't know what we got. If we got if we got uh, Big Ben as good as he can be, absolutely that that might be the steal pick of the draft. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger is someone that uh, I'd be a little weary on in the fantasy football world. But uh, the rest of the Steelers players, interestingly enough, basically everyone. Uh, is projected to do a whole lot better than they uh, were uh, uh, that they did finish at a season ago. So, with that all being said, uh, obviously uh, the fantasy football world is kind of expecting uh, the Steelers' to offense to bounce back under Ben Roethlisberger. So, if they're really expecting the, these big number years out of the receivers and running backs, I, I think they're only saying uh, without actually saying it is is they are fully prepared for Ben Roethlisberger to come back and be one of those great players. Of course, when he was fully healthy in 2018, he was the number two uh, fantasy football quarterback. Um, is he going to do that again? I, time will tell. Um, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, holding my breath on it. But uh, he uh, he is going to uh, be one of those more interesting. Uh, more interesting guys, like I said earlier, um, someone that uh, you probably start your year as QB2 with, and then if, if he lights it up, then uh, you can absolutely slot him in. Uh, the Steelers running backs, on the other hand, uh, it, it's it's a very interesting spot depending on how teams uh, do things. James Conner, namely, at the top, if he can have a healthy season, he is one of the uh, most high-ranked, uh, high or he is the highest-ranked Pittsburgh Steeler. Um in all of fantasy football, of course, running backs are uh, super important when it comes to comes to the game. Uh, there's only 32 of them across the NFL that are starters. Um, of course, uh, there's a lot of uh, running backs by committees, but when it comes to guys at the at the very tippy top um, that are uh, workhorse backs, James Conner is still one of those guys. And if uh, if any of these rumors out of training camp are to be believed, uh, James Conner will be that guy again. Uh, he's currently uh, ranked as a uh, as RB 15, which I know sounds really low, but in the fantasy world, that's still making him a, a mid second round pick um, just below the, uh, the, the premier wide receivers uh, and, uh, and the running backs that uh, have showed that they can be healthy or absolute game changers like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a year ago, he only had 139 fantasy points, but he's projected for 252. All this again, according to Yahoo, uh, James Conner, uh, he absolutely could uh, he could be something special this year um, in the fantasy world just because uh, I think a lot of people are kind of looking into that uh, situation where he was injured a lot last year and missed some time and he missed he's missed time every single se- uh, season of his career. If you can get a healthy 16 games out of James Conner and he's the workhorse back, if you get him in the third round, look out! You are probably winning your fantasy league. When I won uh, my uh, my uh, my latest league back in 2018, James Conner was just a pickup because of Le'Veon Bell's whole situation uh, holding out. Uh, and uh, he absolutely went off that year, of course, as one Pro Bowl year and uh, helped me win a league championship. So finding guys like that that are great value, especially like James Conner, is something I totally, totally look into. With other running backs uh, on the roster, because, of course, th- there might be more of a committee approach. Uh, oddly enough, uh, Benny Snell isn't the second highest uh, ranked uh, running back in terms of rankings. He is he's ranked to be the, the number 58 player in the fantasy football world. But right now, um, he is actually only projected to have 57 fantasy points, um, which is uh, 
quite a few less than Anthony McFarlane, actually, who's the 71st ranked running back, but he, uh, he is a 93rd or he's projected to have 93 points rather. Um, so when it comes to taking a backup Steelers running back, it's going to be, uh, it, it's one of those things where I personally don't know if I do it because I know there's a whole lot of other teams that run uh, the running backs by committee. Um, and they actually stick to that when it comes to the Steelers, they may say it, but James Conner's still going to, uh, uh, they're really going to run the wheels off of him until he uh, kind of falls off the cliff. Um, so that uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at out, out of the running back spot. Um, I, I am definitely higher on James Conner than I think some people will be. And and some shows will flat out tell you he's, still, he's a first-round pick again. If you get 16 games out of James Conner, I agree. He hasn't proved that he can do that yet, so I, I'm uh, I'm hesitating to take him any higher than that mid second round, depending how many teams are in your league in that kind of 25 ish pick range. Uh, if you're getting him in the 30s, absolute steal, uh, and you are uh, set up very well um, for your fantasy football team uh, uh, moving into the future. Um, interesting tidbit with James Conner too; he is ranked, I believe, 12 spots higher than Le'Veon Bell. That's a bit of a bit of a disaster there for the former Steelers running back. There are reports out of camp that Frank Gore might even be running back number one in New York, uh, uh, starting day one. So that uh, that's going to be a, a, something to follow moving into the first week of the season, which again I cannot repeat enough is only a week away, and I cannot wait. Um, uh, kicking it back to Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, though, if I had to pick one, I, I think I'm still going with Benny Snell because he's going to be your, your touchdown. Uh, 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 what's the word? The vulture. There it is. Your touchdown vulture because he is the short yardage running back. And he, uh, he proved to be that a season ago. Um, he, he got a lot of those uh, third and one carries and uh, he's looked really good in camp so far. Um, j- just reading what the Steelers have been putting out. So uh, I would only assume he might, uh, might be stealing those touchdowns. Laguerre blunt style. Um, if you remember him in his second stint with the Patriots, he, uh, he stole a ton of touchdowns away from their, uh, the running backs at the top of their roster and, and uh, kind of frightened people from uh, e- even picking uh, guys that were, uh, throughout that depth chart. So if Benny Snell is that touchdown vulture, um, it, it might uh, decrease the value of James Conner. But again, only time will tell on that one. So I'd probably wait on that. But uh, I, I, you will see both of these guys available available rather um, when your draft's concluded. If you have a 12-team league, someone might have one or either of them. Uh, super, super late. Uh, but um, if you if you need to take a running back in a pinch, those guys should be available. The Steelers wide receivers, this is where things get interesting and, and uh, a spot where I could see uh, all four of their core four really getting uh, selected. Of course, the guy at the top, Juju Smith-Schuster, a season ago, um, only making it through, I believe, nine games. Um, he, uh, he battled injury. Uh, he battled having a, a four-string quarterback as a starter. Uh, and he, he really had a better season than I, I think some of us uh, really kind of uh, really kind of give him credit for c- considering this uh, situation. That like I'm totally saying he should bounce back with Ben Roethlisberger back. Juju, um, he's projected for 130, or he had 113 points rather last year. Uh, he's projected at 265, so a giant bounce back, um, putting him in, in the range of a over a thousand yard season, uh, a couple touchdowns, whole bunch of receptions. If you're playing PPR, Juju is going to be the number one target for Ben Roethlisberger again. They have the most chemistry with one another, uh, especially in the early season before uh, 
Ben really kind of gets anything going uh, with uh, Deontay or Chase Claypool for that matter, because they really haven't played together all that much. Juju's going to get the, the majority of the, the targets when it comes to receivers. Uh, and he is someone that's probably going to be taken in that third round range. Uh, he's he's not really in the, that first tier receiver. Those uh, Michael Thomas uh, types that uh, you already know are going to get uh, well over 150 targets. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying Juju can't, but uh, the guys at the very top um, will be uh, will be will be uh, taken a, a lot higher and uh, have a bigger impact on your team. But if you have a guy like Juju, just know you have a solid wide receiver. It probably also means you took a running back with your first pick, which I always recommend doing because there isn't a whole lot of them, and you need to fill those running back spots. The next wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, is someone that I have in one of my leagues. Um, Deontay is actually projected to do pretty well. He's the 33rd ranked wide receiver in fantasy football this year, a year ago in PPR, he had 155 points, uh, really solid for a rookie, especially someone that's getting uh, not a whole lot of love from the outside media world, but he is projected to have 214 points himself, which would be a, a really nice year for a wide receiver too. Uh, if he's one of your depth players or a, a wide receiver three in your roster, then uh, you're probably looking uh, pretty good sitting pretty with Deontay. Uh, I, I could totally see him break that thousand yard plateau. He was the closest Steelers receiver to doing that a year ago as a rookie. And with, of course, doing it with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges, if he can build a little bit of chemistry with Ben Roethlisberger, expect Deontay Johnson to have a good year and is someone I would absolutely uh, take in my league. The next two, uh, it, it's, it's kind of interesting to see um, how this will get played out between James Washington and Chase Claypool. Um, for me, in uh, in my leagues, um, of course, um, being in the region that I'm at and uh, having a, a group of friends that uh, know uh, Chase Claypool personally, um, he uh, he goes in in all, all my local uh, friend group leagues just because uh, just because of proxy. Um, so I'm probably uh, more biased to saying he is someone that's going in a lot of leagues. But if you believe the reports out of camp, he's been one of the best players at training camp. He's been making the most flashy plays. Um, I could see Chase Claypool having a, a really solid year, um, and he could potentially have more points than James Washington. That being said, James Washington is still projected to have a, a better fantasy year than uh, Chase Claypool. Washington, of course, is ranked 63 amongst wide receivers, which is still in, in that draftable range. Um, he is projected to have 160 points himself. Chase Claypool projected to have 123. Uh, of course, James Washington had 100, 131 last year. So if that's anything to go off of, uh, James Washington uh, in 2019 would have beat out. Chase's projected total. So uh, th that is something to keep in mind, but I think the guy with the highest upside here would be a Chase Claypool, especially in uh, in, in your leagues. Um, I know if you're playing with a ton of Steelers fans, it's going to be a whole lot uh, kind of like uh, uh, being up here in Vancouver, Canada, where uh, Chase uh, hails from. So he is someone that's going to go. Um, if you're not, if you're in a league with not a load of Steelers fans, he's going to be a uh, that uh, that secret weapon and someone you can take with your uh, third last pick because of course you take a defense and a kicker with your two last picks. Do not make that mistake of not doing that. I'm telling you, it's a mistake. Uh, take those guys at the end. But Chase Claypool is someone that uh, I would absolutely take, especially in your dynasty leagues, uh, especially in those leagues, uh, the, uh, the keeper style, where you can where you can uh, keep chugging along with the player because Chase Claypool is someone that uh, projects to only uh, grow and get better and better and put up bigger and bigger numbers. So um, especially in those leagues, make sure you pick them up.
Next, we can move on to our tight ends. Um, it, it's really interesting to look at, at this group because uh, Vance McDonald at times um, – uh, in years past, it has been a draftable tight end. I don't see it anymore. I think that's someone that is something that, that you pick up when uh, your players are on a bye week. Um, because when you look at it, Vance McDonald uh, through last season only put up 79 points through the entirety of last season. Eric Ebron, who had a season shortened way down because of an ankle injury and a, a surgery that followed, had 81. Uh, and I know Vance did miss a little bit of time, but... Uh, Eric Ebron beating him out with just a couple games under his belt. Um, that's a little sad uh, without getting a full season in. I fully expect Eric Ebron to be a, a, one of those guys that climbs back into the top 10 uh, tight ends of the league. In all of my leagues, he is a complete unknown in this draft. Of course, people know what he did in 20, uh, 2018, but they have that 2019 uh, uh, thought on Eric Ebron, and uh, they just flat out aren't taking him. Um, so th that's another guy you can take late if uh, if you're thinking about having a, a second tight end. I think Eric Ebron would be a great guy to have on your team. I know in one of my leagues, I have uh, Darren Waller, uh, who is uh, a top five projected tight end. And then uh, with uh, one of my final picks, Eric Ebron was sitting there and I just snatched him up. Um, at, at the very least, if you're in a situation like that, um, you only play one tight end a week, but you're, you'd be able to flip one of those guys. Say if Eric Ebron reverts back to pro bowl form, uh, you, you can flip the guy that you took much earlier in the draft. Who's a bigger name value and, uh, bring yourself back a higher return. So always kind of keep that in mind when it comes to trading players, uh, because it, it is a part of the game. Uh, and, uh, if you have someone with a, with a higher name, uh, value to the people you're playing against, um, how, keeping the relative unknown might uh, work a little bit better in your favor. Uh, Tyler Acuna uh, actually asked here, uh, Blake Jarwin or Eric Ebron? You know what? I think Eric Ebron is uh, someone I would take uh, higher uh, than Blake Jarwin. Um, Eric Ebron is, uh, I think he's going to have quite the bounce back here. I, I'm not expecting him to what go off for what another 13 touchdowns and put up his first thousand yard receiving year as a tight end. Uh, I'm not expecting that in the slightest, but uh, I do think he will uh, kind of return to a, a more favorable form um, with uh, with the Steelers and with Ben Roethlisberger as his quarterback. Of course, uh, Jacoby Brissett being the guy from last year, who I believe is still in Indianapolis, but uh, buried on the depth chart and could potentially be someone that gets cut on that Saturday deadline. So if you're listening to this cast, uh, podcast on the uh, podcast platforms, um, just know that uh, if you're if you're listening to this and he's already been cut, uh, this was recorded Friday night. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um, the last uh, last two spots I really want to quickly touch on is the defense and kicker. Of course, that being Chris Boswell. Steelers defense in all of fantasy football is the number two ranked unit this year. Unsurprisingly, only behind the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Again, stick to the philosophy of taking your defense and kickers with your last two picks. Um, I am uh, I am pretty high on uh, the Steelers' defense uh, because they turn the ball over so much and rack up a ton of sacks. I think the unit's only going to be better last uh, this year than last, which might be hard to believe because how good they were. But with Stephon Tuitt returning and a full year of Minka Fitzpatrick and Devin Bush in the system, um, I can only expect this unit to grow as uh, as a team and uh, be even better than they were a year ago, especially because the offense is going to be better and they won't have to spend so much time on the field. Um, Kicker-wise, Chris Boswell is the number 17-ranked kicker in all of fantasy football. Um, I know he had that down uh, 2018 season, 
uh, rebounded a little bit last year. He'll have more opportunity to, to kick game winners this year because the Steelers are, are going to uh, put up more points on offense. So he will be in more position to kick more uh, field goals. So what he does um, really kind of depends on uh, where his confidence is at. Um, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a, uh, a a better season than he did a season ago, points-wise. But uh, because he is that number 17th-ranked kicker, um, he will be available with your last pick of the draft when that goes out. Um, if you want to take a Steelers player, uh, kickers don't really matter too much unless you're getting a, a Justin Tucker type, who you know is a Mr. Automatic, and getting you those giant five-point plays from kicking uh, 50, 51-plus-yard kicks. Um, it, that's the only guy that you might reach on a little bit sooner, but um, I would stay weary when it comes to taking a kicker though. Uh, I would, and your Steelers fan, at least you get to watch him play um, when you're watching those Steelers games each and every week. And you can cheer for him no matter what, because there's nothing worse than having the Ravens kicker uh, going up against the Steelers. Uh, they're down by three points and you're down by three points in your fantasy league. And you, you, you're kind of hoping uh, for, uh, for it to go through and miss at the same time when the, when you're playing with Steelers players, it feels extra good when they, uh, when they, uh, ball out and do something special for you before we flip over to part two i just want to also say when uh you are picking players of your favorite team you you have to be completely fine with letting them go um because that is the name of the game and um I know in years past I've taken I've taken Steelers players that got injured and I was just way more likely to hold on to them because they were on my team uh, and I figured uh, four weeks is four weeks they can sit on my bench but that just clogs up a spot especially if you don't have an injured reserve spot in your league just be willing to uh, cut your losses when it comes to those uh, comes to our players um, fantasy football. Um, no one's going to question your fanhood if you're uh, if you're picking up the best players and you're not afraid to cut players from your favorite team. So if you are taking a Clay, uh, Chase Claypool and he is someone that uh, doesn't start out as hot as uh, some of us would expect uh, or, or or are expecting rather, um, don't be afraid to cut him uh, in favor for James Washington or uh, or say a Miles Boykin from Baltimore if he were to go off. Um, if, if that happens and you have the opportunity to pick a better player, pick up a better player that's getting more targets, I think that's something you have to consider every single time. It's just better for your team. and makes you more likely to win your fantasy league. So sometimes don't pick with your heart. You got to use your brain, uh, especially when, uh, when those big cash prizes are on the line. Um, Again, of course, you are listening to the live mic. And if you like fantasy football, if you if you like the 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 weekly pick 'em, um, BTSC is playing uh, uh, our uh, our yearly uh, our yearly Yahoo League, um, where uh, um, you are more welcome to uh, uh, come in and take on your uh, your BTSC staff and uh, fellow readers of the website. Um, there is uh, the. Uh, Marquise Pouncey signed football up on the line. Um, more details to get in on our league are up on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So by all means, head over there and uh, get into the league. Again, you're listening to Live Mike. I am Deputy Editor Michael Beck of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com.